of the word. We, we live by acting on the word. We see changes by acting on the word. We see victories by acting on the word. When you put the word of God to work, you will see results. But you see, you cannot put the word of God that you don't know to work. So when you are faced with challenges, what will you put to work? Will you cry on God or you put his word to work? The word of God is equal with God. Understand that. The word of God is equal. So when you have the word of God and you are putting it to work, it means that you are putting God to work. You are activating the power of God. You are activating the operations of God. When you put the word of God to work, you are putting God to work. Watch Pastor Prince on YouTube, High School Television. Also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The World Changes Nation. Like and subscribe to our pages to receive all notifications. You are blessed. Just told us the word is a seed. Did it say it's a seed? So it says the sower went to sow the seed. That seed is the word of God. But when you put a seed on the table, would it germinate and produce results? No. Come on. Putting your seed on the table is likened to putting your Bible on the table and saying it to work because God has said it. So when a farmer takes a seed and puts it on his table and says, by, I'm expecting a harvest in three months' time, will there be a harvest? Come on. But does it mean the seed does not have power? Does it mean the seed does not have power? Does it mean that the seed does not have the fruit within it? Does it mean that the seed cannot germinate and produce? It can. But you see, the germination of the seed is dependent on the soil. The what? The germination of the seed is dependent on the soil. So when in the conditions. So when the seed is planted on the table, it will not work. When the seed is thrown on the floor, it will not work. But it is a seed. The seed is expecting good conditions. Without the good conditions, that seed will be a useless seed. Even though that seed has within it what it takes to germinate and produce fruit. Come on, is that true or false? Amen. That's why I say the word of God that you do not hear, you do not know, you do not believe, cannot benefit. Watch Pastor Prince on YouTube, High School Television. Also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The World Changes Nation. Like and subscribe to our pages to receive all notifications. You are blessed. Be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only. Be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only. Be doers of the word. So, the Christian is a doer of the word. The Christian is a word practitioner. The Christian is an actor of the word. We, we live by acting on the word. We see changes by acting on the word. We see victories by acting on the word. When you put the word of God to work, you will see results. But you see, you cannot put the word of God that you don't know to work. So when you are faced with challenges, what will you put to work? Will you cry on God or you put his word to work? The word of God is equal with God. Understand that. The word of God is equal to when you have the word of God and you are putting it to work, it means that you are putting God to work. 
you are activating the power of God. You are activating the operations of God. When you put the word of God to work, you are putting God to work. Watch Pastor Prince on YouTube, High School Television. Also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The World Changes Nation. Like and subscribe to our pages to receive all notifications. You are blessed. Just told us the word is a seed. Did it say it's a seed? So it says the sower went to sow the seed. That seed is the word of God. But when you put a seed on the table, would it germinate and produce results? No. Come on. Putting your seed on the table is likened to putting your Bible on the table and saying it to work because God has said it. So when a farmer takes a seed and puts it on his table and says, by, I'm expecting a harvest in three months' time, will there be a harvest? Come on. But does it mean the seed does not have power? Does it mean the seed does not have power? Does it mean that the seed does not have the fruit within it? Does it mean that the seed cannot germinate and produce? It can. But you see, the germination of the seed is dependent on the soil. The what? The germination of the seed is dependent on the soil. So when in the conditions, so when the seed is planted on the table, it will not work. When the seed is thrown on the floor, it will not work. But it is a seed. The seed is expecting good conditions. Without the good conditions, that seed will be a useless seed. Even though that seed has within it what it takes to germinate and produce fruit. Come on, is that true or false? Amen. That's what I say, the word of God that you do not hear, you do not know, you do not believe, cannot benefit you. Watch Pastor Prince on YouTube, High School Television. Also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The World Changes Nation. Like and subscribe to our pages to receive all notifications. You are blessed. Be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only. Be ye doers of the word, and not hearers Lord only. Be doers of the word. So the Christian is a doer. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We are all welcome to Ramaton Day 2. And we are about to rheumatize the word of God. Hallelujah. Is that not powerful? It's powerful, sir. And it's so important. You are all welcome. Yesterday we had a very good time in the presence of the Lord. Yes, sir. We are so blessed. We are so empowered. We were so enlightened. Yes, sir. And today, also, we are here. And you are going to go into some other levels of discussions. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. You know, it's so important that we Christians train ourselves to acknowledge the knowledge of God, the knowledge of the Word of God. You see, Christians celebrate everything apart from knowledge. Mm. And it's so amazing. You see, Christians celebrate everything. We celebrate healings, we celebrate miracles, we celebrate prayer meetings, we celebrate. But we never celebrate the knowledge of God's Word. The Bible says that for the lack of knowledge, since my people are destroyed. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is that not true? It's true, sir. By the way, today I am here with Pastor Obed 
and he's going to be joining me in this discussion. Amen. Amen. As Obed, you are welcome. Thank you very much, sir. So important. So important. And we know that you are going to be blessed, you see. The scripture talks about ignorance. The cost of ignorance. The scripture talks about the cost of ignorance. That means that when the Christian is ignorant of God's word, there is a price to pay because he is ignorant. And so it's so important. It says, for lack of knowledge, my people are destroyed. For lack of revelation knowledge, my people are destroyed. It says, because you have rejected knowledge, I will reject you. Mm. you know, so knowledge is so important. Whenever we come your way with the knowledge of God's word, and like I said yesterday, we bring you the knowledge of God's word in a unique way, mm. yes, sir. in a different way more than you've heard somewhere else. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we are online. You are welcome, mm. and do well to share the page, like the page, and invite somebody also to join us. And we know that your life will never remain the same again. The scripture says that for the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God. Mm -hmm. So the earth shall be filled. The whole earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Just as the waters cover the sea. Hallelujah. As the waters cover the sea. Yes, sir. As the waters cover the sea. Yes, sir. The earth shall be filled. Mm -hmm. And that is what we are doing now. Ah, and this thing is going to increase. Amen. Yeah, it's going to increase. Why? Because the scriptures cannot be broken. Oh. The earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God. What is the knowledge of the glory of God? See, what is the knowledge of the glory of God? Who is the glory of God? The glory of God is Christ Jesus. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And his church. Yes, sir. When he says the knowledge of the glory of God, he's talking about our knowledge. Mm. See, the knowledge of Christ and his church. Hallelujah. Says the whole earth. Mm. That's a prophecy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The whole earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. Just as the waters cover the sea. So everywhere you pass, you hear the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. Everywhere you pass, you see the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. The knowledge of the glory of God. See, wherever you enter, you mm. see the knowledge in cities, yes, in sir. nations, yes, in every human heart, Hallelujah. in every continent. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what the devil puts in place. Ah. So, so that the Bible will be discarded, mm. thrown mm. away, mm. and all of that from schools, from places, and all that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The scriptures cannot be broken. Ah, hallelujah. And we are here for yes, that purpose. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To convey God's knowledge. Mm. To mm. convey the knowledge of the mm. glory of God. Yes, to the whole world. Hallelujah. To Man, every person. Black, white, every race. Man, every continent. Asia, mm. Africa, Australia. Mm. Everywhere. Yeah. The knowledge of the glory of God. Hallelujah. shall cover this earth. Yes, it may come through words like we teach like that. It may come through the demonstration of it. But however it comes, the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God. And it is a done deal. Amen. And we are here as world changers nation for that reason. Glory, glory. To fill the earth with the knowledge of the glory of God. Hallelujah. To fill the earth. Hallelujah. To fill every human heart. 
to fill every human soul, Glory. to fill malls, Glory. cities, streets. With the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, shout glory to that. Glory. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Today we are discussing on the concept of the new birth. Yes, sir. And this is a message that is there for you to listen, for you to watch. It's on Facebook, it's on YouTube, World Changes Nation. It's a, it's a four part series. You see, the concept of the new birth one, the concept of the new birth two. The concept of the new birth three, the concept of the new birth four, yes, sir. and it's just there. Yes, sir. And like I say, we bring it into, we bring these messages in a different way, yes, sir. See, in a different way, and in a more practical way, yes, and in a way that you will be caused mm. by the Spirit to search the Scriptures. Mm. It's so important. Mm. So, so we are talking about the concept of the new birth. Yes, that is the new birth. What does it mean to be born again? Mm. You know, and that's what we will be discussing. It's so important. This is a foundational truth. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. To be born again is a foundational truth. Yes, sir. Unfortunately, many Christians don't know what that is. Yes, sir. See, Pastor Obed. Yes, sir. What What did you tell us briefly about being born again? Hallelujah. Being born again. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Pastor, I want to take this opportunity to thank you so much once again for. Yes having me on set, and most importantly for teaching us these truths, because they have built us up. Yes. Jesus said something. He said, you shall know the truth, yeah. and the truth shall make, shall you, make free. you free. So the knowledge of the truth that you have taught us mm. has made us free. Yeah. It has given us the freedom to live the, the life that Jesus has given to us. Yes. And I want to thank you so much yes. Yes. for yes. the opportunity. Thank Hallelujah. you so much, sir. Hallelujah. 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 So, w- when it comes to the concept of being born again, being yeah. born again, we ought to understand it from a perspective of God or yes. from the perspective of God. Yes. How does God see things? A lot of times, people, people think that, oh, um, being born again is like joining a church yes. or oh, I'm, um, they used to sing a song yeah. the things I used to do, do I do them no more the things I used to great change since I made Christ but what does it really mean for us to understand that we ought to see from God's view the Bible says in John chapter 4 verse 24 when you read it it says that God is a spirit yes God is a spirit. Yes. And those that worship him should worship him in spirit and in truth. Yes. So if God is a spirit, then it means that God sees things from a spirit perspective. Yes. He defines when when God is defining a person, yes. he doesn't define a person based on their looks. Yes. He defines a person based on the state of the person's spirit. Yes. So when you even go into scriptures in, in the book of First Samuel chapter 16, yes. from verse 1 downwards, God instructed the, the prophet Samuel yes. to go to the land of Judah, yes. into Bethlehem, where he had, he had chosen one of Jesse's sons to be made king. Yes. When, when, you, when you go into, into it, when Samuel got there and saw the firstborn son of Jesse, yes. that's Eliab, Yes. When someone saw him, someone someone told the the Lord that he said, 
surely the Lord's anointed stands before him. Yes. And God made a remarkable statement. He said, Man looks at the outward appearance. Yes. But the Lord looks at the heart. He said, Samuel, don't look at his appearance, for I have rejected him. Yes. Because God does not see like man sees. God looks at the heart. Mm. That's the spirit. Yes. So God defines a person based on the state of their spirit. Yes. And being born again has to do with the state of your spirit. Yeah. Hallelujah, Pastor. Is that not powerful? It's powerful, sir. Being born again has to do with the state of your human spirit. Yes, sir. So being born again has to do with the state of your human spirit. Meaning God looks into your spirit yes, sir. to know what condition your human spirit is yes, sir. to define you. Yes, sir. Is that not powerful? It's powerful, sir. No, you know, the Christian is not an ordinary person. Yes, sir. We say it every time that we are not ordinary. Mm-hmm. That means that we are not common people. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. The Christian is an uncommon person. Yes, sir. When you read the scriptures, even talking about Moses, mm-hmm. it's when the parents of Moses discovered that this child was an uncommon child. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody who was different among his peers. Mm. So when they realized he was an uncommon child, they hid him. Because they realized he was an uncommon child. Mm. The Christian is an uncommon person. Hallelujah. The Christian is a different kind of person. Mm. And you can only know this when you understand what it means to be born again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So many have always thought that being born again means that a person comes to church and joins the church. Mm. You say he's born again. Mm. He's joined the church. Mm. When you are born again, you will join a church. Yes, sir. You have to belong to a local assembly. Yes, sir. But joining the church doesn't mean you are born again. Mm. Mm. So there are people who join the church, yet they are not born again. Yes, sir. It's true, sir. There are people who are born again and join the church and don't know what has mm. happened. Mm. See, ignorance in the body of Christ must not be entertained. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because if you are born again, you don't know what really has happened to you or who you are. Mm. See, God always wants us to embrace our identity. Yes, sir. That is why you read even the Old Testament, pre-Old Testament, you see God changing names. Mm. Abraham to Abraham. Mm. You see, why was he changing their names? He was giving them a new identity of themselves. Hallelujah. And that runs throughout the scriptures. Mm. A new identity mm. of themselves. Mm. Being born again gives you a new identity of yourself. Hallelujah. You see, a new identity altogether. Mm. I love the scriptures when it says that if any man be in Christ, mm. is, he is a new creation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But he says, all things are passed away. Mm. All things are passed away. Mm. He says, behold, mm. all things are what? Mm. Become new. So all things are passed away yes, and all things have become new. 
That is the, the person who is born again. Yes, sir. All things have become new. Yes, sir. All things are passed away. Yes, sir. They are not known, they are not recognized. Yes, sir. All things have become new. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, so being born again yeah. is so important. It's so important that we understand what has taken place. The Christian is superior. Yes, sir. The Christian is superior and has to demonstrate his superiority mm. over devils. Yes, sir. Devils must recognize how superior you are mm. as a Christian. Mm. The devils must recognize you. They must take, they must take knowledge of you. Yes, sir. When you are born again. Yes, sir. And it's so important. Is that not important? It's important, sir. You see. So we talked about a lot of things, right? Yes, sir. Hmm. Is that not powerful? It's powerful, sir. So, Pastor, we talked to us about the human spirit. Yes, sir. The human spirit. Yes, sir. You see. Man is a spirit. Yes, sir. Man is a spirit. Yes, sir. Man is not a trait kind of person. Man is a spirit. See, man is not tripartite. Man is a spirit. Who is man? He is a spirit. Having a soul and living in a body. So can you just take us through that? Yes, sir. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Yes. Father, just like you said, Man is a spirit. Yes. Now God recognizes or He He recognizes only two types of human creations yes. in this world. Yes. And that recogni- recognition is based on the type of human spirit yes. that a person possesses. Yes. Like you just said, man is not a body. Yes. Man is a spirit. Yes. And the two types of Spirits yes. or human creations that God recognizes. The first type was created by breath. Yes. That's what we see in Genesis. Yes. So when you read Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, the Bible says that, And the Lord God formed man mm-hmm. from the dust of the earth. Yes. And he breathed into his nostrils mm-hmm. the breath of life. Mm-hmm. And man became. A living soul. So God formed man. He formed when he says man there from the dust of the earth, he's talking about the body. And he breathed into that body that he has formed. The nostrils. And man became a living soul. That breath of life that was released gave an impartation of the spirit of man into him. So when when you go to the book of Job, I want us to read Job chapter thirty-three, verse four. Yes. So out of the breath of life that God released into the nostrils of the man, mm-hmm. the impartation of the of the human spirit was given to that man. Yes. And we can see that in Job chapter chapter thirty-three, verse thirty-four. He says, And the Spirit of God had made me yes. and the breath of the Almighty. Had given me life. Mm. So in Genesis, the first man that God created mm. was created by breath. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. And when you, you go into into scripture, God 
you see, there, 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 there are three kinds of human spirits, or there are three kinds of spirits that have existed in the human body. Yeah. There is the first spirit of the first man yes. when he was created. That's Adam. Yeah. So when you say man is a spirit, he has a soul and he lives in a body. Yeah. That man's spirit was different from the kind of spirit that when Jesus Christ was born, mm. he came into the world with. Yeah. Now, let me, let me put it like this. All spirit beings are not the same. Yes. There are different kinds of spirit beings. Mm. They are different in kind. Mm. They are also different in class. Mm. And they are also different in, in um, types. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yes. So when you come to the creation of Adam, when when God released the breath of life yeah. into him, yes. and he became a living soul, his kind of spirit was a spirit without eternal life. Mm. A lot of people think that, oh, Adam had eternal life and all that, but Adam didn't have eternal life. Yes. His spirit was just a good spirit. Yes. By the birth of life that created him, mm. he was created by the birth of life. Mm. But Jesus Christ, when when Adam was created and he fell, mm. after Adam, all those that came from Adam had to be to be born into the world by the sperm of a woman, yeah. the sperm of a man, and the egg of a woman. Yes. The normal way people are born into the world. Yeah. But then Adam's life was corrupted yeah. with sin. So that sin nature had passed down through the generations. Yes. And then God needed to bring another man. He didn't bring that other man based on the the same way that he brought Adam yeah. or the same way through which those who came from Adam's lineage yeah. came about. Yes. God introduced his own sperm into a woman to be able to form a child. Mm. The Bible says that God sent an angel to Mary mm. and he, the angel brought the message of, of God to Mary and said, yeah, Mary, you are highly favored. God is with you. Mm. He says that blessed is the fruit of your womb. Mm. And the Bible says that Mary was troubled at the salutation of the angel yeah. and wondered what manner of salutation is this. Yes. Then the angel told Mary that she was going to conceive. Yes. But Mary was surprised because she said she was a virgin. Because in her natural mind, it has to take the sperm of a man to make a woman pregnant. Yeah. Then the angel told her that the Spirit of God will come upon you yeah. and the breath of the Almighty will overshadow you. Yeah. So when Mary received the Word of God, which is life, yeah. because the Word of God contains life, that word that Mary received, the Holy Ghost brooded upon the word, and it's, that word was the sperm, or the word contained life. Mm. And when that word that contained life fused with Mary's egg, yeah. that was when Jesus was formed. Yeah. So the spirit man of Jesus yeah. was different yeah. from the spirit man of Adam when he was created. Yeah. That's the differences between the spirit. There, there's a third, yeah. there's a third um, type of yeah. 
human spirit that has been introduced yeah. into the human body. Yeah. And that's the spirit of Jesus after he was raised from the dead. Yeah. To Glory. Glory. Is that not powerful? It's powerful. So, looks like we have started talking about certain things, right? <laughs> you know, God defines the human creation based on the kind of human spirit in that human body, on that human creation. You know, God defines the human person based on the type. Like Pastor Bell said, there are different kinds of human spirits. The church only thinks that there is just one type of human spirit. But it's not one type. And that was what he was trying to explain. We'll go into that in detail. But you know, when we say that you are born again, Pastor Bell, what does it mean when we say you are somebody is born again? <laughs> you say this person is born again. Mm-hmm. Yes. What, 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 we, we said being born again is not turning over a new leaf. Yes, being born again is not joining a church. Mm-hmm. What then is it? Hallelujah. You know, Jesus had a, a very powerful discussion with Nicodemus. Yes, sir. And that was when the subject of being born again was introduced yes, by Jesus. Yes, Even though he introduced that subject, no one could be born again at that time. Yes, no, there is a reason, and we will go into that, why no one could be born again. Yes, See, most of the people who believed in Jesus were his disciples. Yes, the Bible calls them the multitudes, yes, disciples. So concerning Joseph of Arimathea, he says there was a disciple of yes, Jesus. He was a rich man. They were referred to as disciples. Disciples are students. Disciples are are students. Those who are learning of someone. You know, so... Jesus had disciples. But during those times, nobody could be born again. You know. And Nicodemus, seeing all the powerful things Jesus was doing, came to meet Jesus. And spoke to him. Concerning being born again. But before you go into that, you see, this is so important. Maybe we should go into being born again before I go to what I want to really say. Yes, you see, what does it mean to be born again? Yes, maybe let's, let's go into that yes, first. Sir. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank, thank you so much, sir. Yes. Now, being born again, like we were saying from the beginning, mm. is a spiritual experience. Yes. It doesn't take place on the outside. Yes. It takes place in your spirit. Yes. And like the name suggests, mm. being born again. again. Yes. Let's consider it like this. A newborn baby yes. is someone who has just been brought forth into the world. Into the world, yeah. That baby never existed yes. before. That baby doesn't have a past. Yes. That baby is not someone who has, who has changed. Yes. That is the concept of being born being again. Born again yeah. So it is, it is a birthing of your spirit. Yes, it's a birthing of the human spirit. Yes, sir. yes. Mm. A birthing of the human spirit. Yes. Because we, uh, the Bible teaches that man is a spirit. Man is a spirit, yes. So when man is born again, mm-hmm. the man that is born again is the spirit man. Yes. So your spirit man is, is, is a creation. Being yes. born again is... Is a creation yes. of the spirit man in a, to to be a new person. Yes. 
it is not. It, some people think, oh, um, I used to be like this. Yes. But it is born again. Is not about what you used to be. Yes. Born again. When you are born again, mm. it means that your spirit has been newly created. Yes. You are not a body. Yes. You are a spirit. Yes. So when you are born again, your spirit has been created anew. Yes. Let let me give an example. If if you are twenty years old. Mm. And you were born again today. Hmm. It means that in the sight of God, yes. and according to scriptures, yes. if you are born again today, that person who is 20 years old doesn't exist again. Yes. The person whom you are seeing right now as a born again person yeah. is a newly created person yes. or a newly born person. Yeah. Yes. And the person is, we can trace where the person was born from, yeah, but yeah, because yeah. Pastor, we'll, we'll go into yeah, that. Yeah, we're going to that. <laughs> is that not powerful? It's powerful, yeah. Yeah. I hope that is clear. Yes, sir. So being born again is the birth of the human spirit. Yes, See, it's the birthing of the human spirit mm. through the agency of God's word yes, and the spirit of God. Is yes, the birth like? Like we say, we just gave birth to a new baby, yes, a newborn. Yes, this is a newborn baby. Yes, but we are talking, when we talk about that, we are talking about a physical something. Yes, where a new child is born into a family. Yes, see, Being born again is the birth of the human spirit. Yes, the human spirit is a person. Yes, sir. That's why many people miss it. The human spirit is a person yes, on its own. Yes, sir. Man is a spirit having a soul and living or residing or templed or tabernacled in a human body. Yes, sir. So every man is a spirit. Yes, sir. Every man has a soul. Mm-hmm. And every man is housed yes, sir. in the human body. Yes, sir. So it's by your body. Your body is your house. Yes, sir. Your spirit is you. Yes, sir. Your soul enables you to relate, to make decisions, mm-hmm. to think, to express emotions. Yes, your spirit enables you to live mm-hmm. a spirit life, yes, sir. a spiritual life. And your body enables you to relate mm-hmm. with the earthly realm, mm-hmm. the physical realm. Because there is a spirit realm. Mm. And your spirit is connected to a spirit realm. Or to the spirit realm. So every man, when we say, who is man? Mm. Or define man. Mm. Man is a spirit. Having a soul. And living in a body. Mm. And you see this in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 23. 1 Thessalonians, can we just go there? Chapter 5 verse 23. Is that not awesome? It's awesome, sir. First Thessalonians chapter five, verse twenty-three. See, says, "And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly." I pray God that your whole spirit, and soul, and body, be preserved blameless unto the coming 
See, it talks about your whole what spirit, soul, and body. Yes, sir. So from this scripture, we know that man is not a body. Yes, sir. Man is a spirit. Yes, sir. Man is not a soul. Yes, sir. See, and he tells us what is first, the spirit. Yes, sir. The scripture says, for the word of God is quick and powerful. Mm-hmm. It says, dividing or penetrating, even to the dividing ascender of the spirit, of the soul, and the body. Yes, sir. You see that scripture also there? Yes, I think uh, Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. Yes, you see, the word of God is quick. And this one says that your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved. Yes, so man is a spirit being. Yes, sir. Man is a human spirit. Yes, see, possessing a human soul. Yes, and residing in a house. Mm-hmm. Called the human body. Hallelujah. That is so important. Yes, so in explaining the new birth, new birth is the birth of the human spirit. Yes, now take us to John. Can we see the conversation between Jesus and Nicodemus? John chapter 4, verse 20. Oh, is that not powerful? It's powerful. John chapter 3, sorry. Verse 1. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. Mm -hmm. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher, and you come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, Except God be with him. Jesus said, answered and said unto him, Verily, verily. You see, he was talking about the miracles. Then Jesus brought that subject in. See, Jesus answered and said unto him, Very, very, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Except a man be born again. So being born again is the birth of the human spirit into the kingdom. You see, the, the same way a person is born into the world. I said, so this is a newborn. Yes, you can only get into the world by, be, by being born. Yes, by birth. Yes, see, the, the only entrance or entry point or way into the earth realm. I'm saying into the world. I'm talking about the physical realm. Mm. The physical world mm. is by being born. It's, yes, being, it's when a person is born. Yes, when a child is born, he becomes part of the physical world. Mm. He can now live in the physical world. Mm-hmm. He cannot be seen. He can now be seen in the physical world. Yes, this side is talking about being born again. Mm-hmm. So it, this is a birthing of the human spirit yes, into a world, mm-hmm. and he calls that the world the kingdom of God. Yes, That's a spiritual world. Yes, That's a spiritual kingdom. Mm-hmm. This is a man be born again. He cannot see. Mm-hmm. He cannot see yes, the kingdom of God. Yes, so we are born again. When our, when our human spirit is born, is given birth to. Mm-hmm. See how? By the word of God through the Holy Ghost. Yes, sir. By the word of God through the Holy Ghost. Through the agency of the Holy Spirit. Yes, and that human spirit is placed in the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Yes, in this world. 
That is in this world called the kingdom of God. It's a spiritual world. So when we say you are born again, we are saying that your human spirit has been created new. The human spirit has been given birth to by God. The human spirit has been given birth to by God through His word. By the midwifery role of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. <laughs> Is that not powerful? It's powerful, sir. And then we say that, having said that, it is that a certain man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Uh-huh, verse 4. The Quran said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into the mother's womb? Why did he ask that? Because he knew that once we talk about birth, we are talking about a womb. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can a man, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into, the mother's, into his mother's womb and be born? Then Jesus said this. Continue. Verse 5. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So the entryway into the kingdom of God is also birth. Yes, sir. Mm. See, the entryway into the earth realm is birth. Yes, sir. The entryway into the kingdom of God is birth. One is a physical birth. The other is a spiritual birth. Yes, so Peter says, being born again. Mm. It's not of corruptible seed. Mm. Being born again. Not of. Why? Because the one who is born into the world mm. is born of a corruptible seed. Oh. The one who is born into the kingdom of God is born of an, as a, of an incorruptible seed. Mm. Two kinds of people. Now, this is so important. The one who is born again, even though is walking in the physical world, yet lives in the kingdom of God. A spirit man lives in the kingdom of God. His human body functions from the kingdom of God. His human body functions in the earthly realm. So he functions from the kingdom of God into the earth realm. The one who is born again. He functions from the kingdom of God into the physical world. Because he's functioning from his spirit. Yes, and this is so important. It's so important. He's being born again. Mm-hmm. Not of a corruptible seed. Yes, that is, when he says seed, the Greek word is perma, yes, life. Yes, born again, not of corruptible life. So, there is a corruptible life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Anyone born into the world is born of a corruptible life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. A life that is subject to corruption. Yes, sir. A life that is mortal. Mm. A life that is subject to death. Yes, sir. A life that is destroyed. Mm. It's a destructive life. Yes, sir. He calls it a corruptible sperm mm. or life. Yes, sir. So it's been born again, not of that life. So it means that your birth into the world is by a corruptible life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. When you are born again, since you are born of an incorruptible sperma, sperm, life. Yes, sir. And he expresses through the word of God yes, sir. that live it and abide it yes, forever. That's First Peter chapter 1, verse 23, you see there. Yes, through the word of God that live it 
and abideth forever. Yes, so we are born of the word of God that liveth and abideth forever. Yes, so Jesus introduced that subject. Peter picked it and talked yes, about it. Yes, Paul picked it and talked about yes, it. And even showed us how that will take place. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But it's important to distinguish between these two types of people. Mm. Yes, the one born into the world mm. and the one born into the kingdom. Yes, sir. The one born into the kingdom doesn't say it's in the world or it's of the world. No, sir. According to the scriptures, there is that distinction. Yes. Sometimes we think that we are born into the we are born into the kingdom, but we are still in the world, we are still of the world. No. No. You are born in the you live in the kingdom. Yes, sir. I live in the kingdom. You say, but I'm functioning on this earth. Yes, you are functioning on this earth. You are you are functioning from the kingdom. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's why we talk about knowledge. Yes, sir. The kingdom knowledge. There is a kingdom of God. So it says, being born again, not of. So Jesus said, Very well, I say unto thee, said a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Continue verse six. That which is born of flesh is flesh. Semicolon. That and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So that which is born of the flesh is flesh. Yes, then that which is born of the spirit also is spirit. Yes, when you are born again, you are born of the spirit. Through yes, the word of God. Try yes, to the word of God. Through the life of the word of God. Yes, the word of God is the container of life. Yes, the conveyor of God's life. Of the God life. Yes, so when you are born again, you have life. Yes, that life is a God life. Yes, through the Holy Spirit. Yes, is that not strange? It's strange. So Jesus said that which is born of flesh. What is that which is born of flesh? Yes, that which is born into the physical world. Yes, that is the one that originates from the physical yes, person. Yes, from a natural point of view. Yes, or a natural birth. Yes, it's natural. Yes, sir. But that which is born of a spiritual birth. Yes, is spiritual. Yes, sir. That's what he's trying to say. Yes, sir. It is not the one who is born of the natural who is also born of the spiritual, and they are is the same person. No, that's not what he's talking about. Two different people. Because once you talk about birth, birth is such that it brings something new in the system. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Without a past. Yes, sir. Mm. Once the scriptures, that, that is where sometimes we miss it. Once, once you say birth, mm. he's born again. Yes, sir. Or they just gave birth to this person. Mm. Birth, whether in the natural or in the spiritual, once the word birth is used, mm. born is used, mm-hmm. you are talking about a new type of person yes. who has now who is now in existence. Yes, sir. Who was not in existence before. Yes, sir. And has been brought into existence existence a new mm. without a past. Yes, sir.
It says that God does not see as men see. God does not look at outward, outward appearance. He looks in the human heart. The human spirit. So a man is defined, or every person, every creation is defined, every human creation is defined based on the disposition of the human spirit. Now, you would realize that when he said that which is born of flesh is flesh, John says, Behold, what manner of love the Father has lavished upon us. He says that we should be called the sons of God. Then he says, because of that, First John chapter 3, verse 1, 2, 3, he says, because of that, the world does not know us. Or the world does not recognize us. So, if you are born again today, you are not of the world. You are of God. The world does not recognize you. When it says the world does not recognize you, it means that there is no, there is no relation between you and the world. You, see, you can't be identified with anything in the world. Since the world does not know us. Because it knew Jesus not. So the world did not know Jesus. Because of that, the world does not know the Christian. So being born again is so important. You no, know, it's a four-part series. So we, there's a lot to discuss. So we are just taking only the one. Now, God defines a human, the human creation based on the disposition of the human spirit. When we say the disposition of the human spirit, we are talking about the inherent quality that is residing in the human spirit. So when God looks at, throws his eyes, and looks at men walking on the streets, he defines two men out of all these men based on the state of their human spirit, not their color, not their height, not their body. So in the scriptures, you see, God defines two types of people. And he defines that two types of people based on the disposition of the human spirit. Hallelujah. Two types. And that's what Pastor Robert explained. I think that there's one that had the human spirit that was created by breath. The breath is still the Holy Ghost. The human spirit was incubated by the Holy Spirit. The, the, the human body was formed. And the human spirit was imparted by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost brought forth the human spirit, what we call the spirit of man, into that body. And man became a living soul. You know. So you read the scriptures and, and it talks about Romans chapter 8 verse 18. The, I want to see the disposition. So all men are not the same. All spirit beings too are not the same. All human spirits are not the same. We said man is a spirit. But not all human spirits are the same. Why are we explaining this? So that you realize that you realize how superior you are, not because of where you live, the nation, not because of the work you do, or the degrees you have, but as but because of the 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 kind of human spirit that is residing in your body. You hear what I said? The kind. So it says, for the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. The Holy Ghost bears witness with our spirit. The Holy Ghost bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Meaning that there is, there is something about our spirit. When you are born again, there is something about your human spirit. 
and the presence of the Holy Ghost testifies, bears witness, together with your spirit, that you are, you are a child of God. Continue. Look at, what, look at what it says. It says, And if children, then heirs, and heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we, if, if heirs of God, joint heirs with if so be that we suffer with him, that we also be glorified together. Verse 18. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Verse 19. It says, For the earnest expectation of the creature waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. To define two kinds of persons based on the state of their human spirits. There is one that is the creature. God calls him the creature. Based on based on the disposition of his human spirit. There is another that is also called the son of God. Based on the disposition of that human spirit. So, God defines the human creation based on the disposition, the type of human spirit residing in the human body. And gives two of that, the creature, the sons of God. The creature, the sons of God. The creature has something in his human spirit. That means what God calls him creature. The sons of God have something in their spirit that makes God call them sons of God. It's not as a result of their color. Did you hear what I said? It's not as a result of their color or their height. It's as a result of what is resident in the human spirit. You didn't hear what I said. And that is so important. So it says, go to verse 20. The expectation of the creature. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who has subjected the same in hope. For the creature was made subject to vanity. Verse 21. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption. So the creature is in the, is in the bondage of corruption. Why? He is born of a corruptible life. So he is in bondage to corruption. Different from the Son of God. Just into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Is that not powerful? So it's so important that we know human spirits are not the same. Human spirits and human spirits define the human person. That's in the sight of God. In the sight of men, all men look the same. They may be dark white. In the sight of God, it's different. In the sight of the Christian who works in knowledge too, it's different. Because he recognizes that this is a creature. This is a child of God. This has a new Spirit. This has a particular type of spirit. This one has another type of spirit. They are not the same spirits. You see, all spirit beings are not the same. Yes, sir. It's very important. All spirit beings are never the same. But it depends on what kind of human spirit that is in the human body. Is that not strange? That's so powerful. 
So if God is judging man, He's not judging man based on their physical appearance. The judgment is going to be based on their spirits. Who is supposed to go on the left and who is supposed to go on the right? That the scripture tells those who go on the left and the right. But it's based on the state of the human spirit. So he looks at this state and says, be on the left. Then he looks at this state and says, be on the right. <laughs> Come on, shout glory. Is that not powerful? It's very powerful. And Pastor Obed also mentioned, you mentioned about God has created two types of human spirit. Two types. One has to do with the one that was created in the garden. See, that human spirit was created in the image and the likeness of God. But you see, there are different types of likeness. When the Bible talks about the likeness of God, there are different types of likeness. When talking about likeness, talking about a kind of resemblance. So there are different types of even the likeness of God. There is a different class of the human spirit. There are classes of the human spirit in the, in the mind of God. There are different species. There are different types. There are different classes. There are different likeness. So Adam was created in the image of God and the likeness of God. But he's a creature. And you see that taking place in the garden. Then you see with regards to the birth of Jesus, Jesus also had a human spirit. Having a soul and living in a body. He caught that body from Mary. So God was not creating another human body. But God brought forth another human spirit. Different from Adam's own. How do we know it's different? Because of the, the inherent quality. The kind of human spirit Jesus had by birth as a baby. And the kind of human spirit Adam had as a man. Because Adam was not a baby to become a man. Are two different human species. Or human types. Human, human spirit types. Let me put it that way. They are different. Like Pastor Bert said, one had, one did not have any eternal life. No righteousness. Even though it was a likeness of God. The one Jesus had, had eternal life. Had a nature and the character of God. The two types. Is that not powerful? So if we, we refuse to distinguish these things, distinguish between these things, we, because, you know, it looks like we treat them all the same. For over the years, we've treated all human spirits, and the human spirit defines the person. So if we, we don't explain these types to know the differences in human spirit. You see, the differences of the human spirit in class. In class. The devil never showed himself to Adam. But the devil showed himself to Jesus. Classes. For the serpent who came to Eve. But it wasn't the serpent that came to Jesus. It was Satan himself that came. And, and tempted him. 
And in tempting Adam, the serpent came. Why? The first man was natural. He is a spirit, but he's natural. And the Bible doesn't call him natural in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 45. But he doesn't call him a natural man because he fell. But he calls him a natural man because he was made natural. He was created natural. They, that, that, that natural man called Adam, the first Adam, had limitations. So you see his dominion defined as natural. Have dominion over the fishes. The bears, the garden, and all of that. Because that's what he was. Natural man. He couldn't, he couldn't have a spiritual dominion. And like we said, when you take the human spirit of the first man, Adam, even before his fall, there was no eternal life. There was a plantation of the tree of life. Is that not true? But there was no eternal life in that man. That's, that's a type of human spirit, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Then it talks about Jesus' own. When it says the child that will be given birth to will be the son of the highest. That's the angel announcing to Mary. Why? Because the quality of his spirit was different from this one. The quality. The class. The type of human spirit. That human spirit had eternal life. The God life. Jesus in him was life. And the life was the light of man. In the beginning was the word, the word was God. The word was God. All things were made by him. It says in him was life. He couldn't have said in the first Adam was life. Because there was no life in him. There was no eternal life in him. But there was human life. I don't know whether you have seen the difference based on the state of the human spirit, the disposition, the inherent quality. What is inherent in that human spirit makes the difference. It's so important. Is this not so important? So you know how superior Jesus was to Adam. Jesus did not restore anybody to Adam. That would have made all men natural like Adam. Adam sinned and all that, but that's not what we are talking about. So we are not going to sin. Is that not true? But we are talking about human spirits. All angels are ministering spirits. But not all angels are not the same. In disposition, in types, or in type, and in class. Certain angels rank higher than others. Certain demons rank higher than others. In appearance, even though they are ministering spirits, there are differences in these ministering spirits. They all don't look the same. The same with the human spirit. The human spirit is not a part of a man that makes that is also performs some function. The human spirit is the man. So when we are talking about the, the, the two types of human spirit, we are talking about the two types then of, of men or of persons. Because we are talking about the two types of human spirit. And it's the human spirit that is you. <laughs> oh. Is that not strange? Is that, is that clear? So, Pastor, just tell us. We talk about the three different types. You see, the three types of human spirits. 
We've already talked about God defining human creation by two types of human spirit. One is the creature of the flesh. One is the son of God, the child of God, of the, born of the spirit. You, before, you, before you take over, go to First Peter chapter 1. Verse 23 to 25. Is that not powerful? So it says, Being born again, look at it, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, it says, by the word of God. Which liveth and abideth forever. Being born again, says, for all flesh is as grass. All flesh. He's not talking to the Christian here. Or he's not talking about the Christian here. It's not the natural man. No wonder. Paul says the, the creation groaneth. And it's in bondage to corruption. That's the same thing Peter is talking about here. In a different language. Oh. So if Christians are in bondages, is there not a problem there? See, that is why we are teaching some of this thing. Because Christians are living like people in bondages. Who will be delivered when Jesus comes or when the rapture takes place? He says it's the creation that is in bondage. Waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. And waiting to enter into the liberty of the sons. So the, li- the sons are in liberty. When it says liberty, it means that they, they, they are in a different type of life. A life where they cannot be bound by sickness. Where they cannot be bound by demons. Oh. For all flesh is as grass. And all the glory of man as the flower of grass. The glory of man. Do you see it? So the one who is not born again, but has the greatest inventions in the world. He says his glory is as the flower of a grass. He's the one who is built the whole the hospitals in the whole world. Everywhere. But he's not born again. He is flesh. And his glory is as the grass. Or the flower of a grass. This is the grass with it. And the flower thereof does what? Fall it away. Now continue. That's the column there. Verse 25. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. Oh, I endure forever. Hallelujah. First of all, it tells us that we are born again not of corruptible seeds, but of an incorruptible seed. It says, by the word of God. Then it distinguishes between the corruptible and incorruptible by telling us that one is of flesh. And his glory is like the, 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 the flower of a grass that withers. And falls away. Then it says, But the word of God or the word of the Lord endureth forever. So the one who is born again endures forever. That's why we say the Christian does not die, he sleeps. He's passed into the heavens. You don't say he's dead. No. You are not seeing him again. Because he lives. He's as much alive as he is alive. There are many dead. Walking corpses of people. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The one who's not born again is walking around, he's not alive. Yes, sir. He's not born again, but he's walking around. He's the president of the nation. Mm. But he's not born again. Yes, he's a dead president. Yes, 
Why? Because his human spirit is dead. There is deadness in the human spirit. The one who is born again may be a shoemaker by his life. There is a difference. But you see, after being like that, he can't remain that small shoemaker. There is something supernatural that begins to work. Oh, the glory begins to manifest. Is that not powerful? It's important we see this scripture, the whole scripture. Shout glory. So, Pastor, just take us through the three types of human spirit in the human body. You talked about the human spirit that was in the first Adam. Is that not true? The human spirit of Jesus at birth. Yeah. Take us through that. Take us through the three. It's very important. So, this is just part one. So, we can't say everything. We'll say some. And get you to go back and listen to the message. Yes, Shout glory. Glory. Mm-hmm. Thank you, yes. So, like, like you, were, you were saying, the first type of human spirit that was introduced into the human body mm-hmm. was that of the first man, Adam, mm-hmm. when he was created. Yes. And the creation of that human spirit, mm-hmm. when, when, when you say, when you say uh, that one is different, it is different in kind. In kind, yeah. Like Pastor said, in yeah. class. Yeah. There's a difference in yeah. the makeup of that, that particular human spirit. spirit. Yes. See, when Adam was created, yes. God, God told him, said, You shall have dominion over the fishes of the sea, the birds of the air, and all that. Yes. So, the, the dominion that was given to that particular human spirit yes. was a physical dominion. Yes. Sir. No, some people think he was speaking to the body. <laughs> he was speaking to the human spirit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Saying, you, human spirit, have dominion yes, sir. over the birds of the air, yes, the fishes of the sea. Yes, sir. Name these animals. Yes, sir. He was speaking. He said, whatever name Adam gave them, yes, it was so. so. Continue, because that's powerful. Someone is a man because they have a body. Yes. But that is not what makes a person a man. Yes. What makes a person a man is the human spirit. Yes. So it is your spirit that makes you a man. Yes. So when Adam Adam was, was created, he was created a spirit being. Yes. And that spirit being had a natural dominion. Yes. He didn't have life in the spirit. Yes. When I talk about life, I'm talking about eternal life. Eternal life, yes. He had a natural life. Yes. His life was natural. Yes. So he could only have dominion over the natural world. Yes. That's the physical world. The quality of his spirit was as far as the world could allow him. Yes. This physical world could allow him. Yes. He couldn't go beyond the physical world. Yes. So that's the first type of human spirit that was introduced into, into the human body. The human body. Yes. And we all know that Adam fell. Yeah. Yeah. And when he fell, he 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 had the nature of sin in, in his spirit. Yes. And he started passing it on through his sperm. Yes. Because his sperm carried his life. Yes. So he passed his kind of life. Or the kind of 
human spirit that he was having, he passed it on. Yes. Those who came from him carried the same human spirit. Yes. Until Jesus. Until Jesus, yeah. Now, when Jesus was born. Yes. I want to talk to you about how he was born. Yes. Because the the way Jesus was born made his human spirit yes. different from the human spirit yeah. that Adam was having. Yes, and his generation. And his generation. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. God. You see, the scripture we read in first. Because if Jesus had been born just like Adam's generation and all that, then he would have just been like them, yes, sir. having sin. Yes, sir. With the same human spirit. Yes, but God was looking at something different. Hallelujah. Something very different. Yes, See, he could have he would only have been born through the sperm of a man. Yes, coming in contact with the egg. Yes, and then sin. Yes, sir. <laughs> God said, No, 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 no. There must be another type of person mm. on the earth then. As a word, that's powerful. That's powerful. Yes. So Jesus was born by the sperm of God. Yes. This time God didn't allow Jesus to come through the sperm of a man. Yes. Like Pastor was saying, he would have been just like the first man Adam. Yes. So God had to introduce his own sperm. Yes. When we read first Peter chapter one, verse twenty three. Where it says that being born again, yes. not of corruptible seed. Yes. The word seed there is also translated sperma. Sperma, yes. Which is sperm. Yes. And it is that but of incorruptible mm. by the word of God. Mm. So the word of God is God's sperm. Yes. The word of God is God's sperm. Yes, yeah. And the word of God is the container of life, like yeah. 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 just said. The, the container and conveyor. And conveyor yeah. of God's life. Yes. So immediately, God's word, which mm. was a container and a conveyor of God's life, yes. was received by Mary. Mary yeah. And the Holy Ghost incubated on that word. Yes. The baby Jesus was conceived. Was conceived. Hallelujah. That is why we call Jesus the Son of the Highest. Of the Highest. The Son of, the Son of God. God, yeah. Because of the kind of life that he received. Yes. From God. Yes. From the Word of God. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. So the human spirit that Jesus was born with yeah. was totally different yeah. from the human spirit that Adam had. Yes. In quality. In quality. Yeah. In, in disposition. In, in quality. Yeah. In yes. state. In, state. in class. Mm. And in resemblance. And in resemblance. Yeah. This time, the spirit mm. of Jesus, mm-hmm. or the human spirit of Jesus, yes. was having eternal, eternal life. Yes, and he was also having the character of God. Yeah, because he was the, 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 the nature and character of the God. The nature and the character of God. Yeah, everything that God made God the way He was. Yes, that human spirit possessed it. The human spirit of Jesus possessed it. Yes. No wonder Paul, Paul, Paul calls him the express image. Hebrews chapter 1. Can we go there? Hebrews chapter 1. Just to add up to what you are saying. So it's so powerful. See, Jesus was a, a union of humanity and deity. The son of God and yet the son of man. But it says that he being what? The brightness of his glory. Explain, explain, talk, talk about it some more. Hebrews chapter 1 verse... Mm-hmm. He says that 
who being the, the brightness of his glory mm-hmm. and the express image mm-hmm. of his person. Mm-hmm. When he says express image, mm-hmm. he, he means the exact copy. Mm-hmm. The exactness. Exactness. Yeah. That's the human spirit of Jesus. Yeah, the human spirit of Jesus. That's without the Holy Ghost. The human spirit. Express image. Express image of God's person. When we read in Genesis, the Bible says that God created Adam in his image. Yes. After it's like. Yes. But there are different kinds of images. Yes. And likeness. Yes. When God created Adam in the image of God. Yes. The image of God he was referring to over there is Christ. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. when you read Romans chapter five, yes. verse four, yes. he says that death reigned from Adam to Moses, yes. even on them that did not sin after the similitude of Adam. Adam's transgression, yes. Can, can we can we go there? Yes. Is this not powerful? We are talking about the human spirit. Yeah. We are not just talking about the physical. Why? Because the physical is defined by what, is, what the physical is carrying. A, 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 a bottle of water is defined by what is... You call it a bottle of water because it contains water. So the container is defined by what it is containing. Is that not true? We can take a bottle and say this is a bottle of oil. Because it carries oil. So the human body is defined by what is in the body. The human spirit in the body. And it's so important. That's, so when we are talking, don't, don't look at the physical body. We are talking about the human spirit. Look, look inside, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses. Yes. Even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression. Mm-hmm. Who is the figure of him yeah. that was to come? That was to come. Now, here, the scripture is calling Adam the figure of him that was to come. Yes. And the, the one who was to come, he is referring to over here, is Christ. Yes. So when God was. A, a, a figure. A figure. He was a figure. To pose. It was a sketch. Yes, sir. Of the original. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. So Jesus is the original. Yeah. He contained or he carried the very nature yeah. and personality of God in his spirit. In his spirit. That made him different yes. from the first Adam and from any other person who was born in that era. Yes. Because until Jesus came. Everyone yes. was like Adam. Everyone was like Adam. Everyone yes. was born just was having this, the, the, the same human spirit as Adam had. Yes. And this time we sin too. Yes, we sin. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. But when Jesus was born, he was so born. even when we put sin away, the human spirit of Adam before sin, the human spirit of Jesus are two different types yes, of human spirit in quality, yes, in kind. Yes, in likeness. Yes, it's so important. Yes, Continue, Pastor, but that's so powerful. Hallelujah. Why, why are we sharing, why are we talking about this? Why are they talking about the difference? We are getting you to get to know, to know the superiority of your spirit. See, your dominion is not as a result of your physical body. See, when your spirit, when you, when you, you understand these things, 
about your spirit. Your spirit can rule your body. So you can be born again with this kind of human spirit we are talking about. We'll we'll get into that soon. And you are born a secular. That human spirit can deal with sickle cell in your human body. See, that type of human spirit can, must be able to deal with that. It, it, it has dominion. It has a kind of dominion. That's not physical. See, or you have attacks of the devil. That human spirit can chase that demon. That's when you're living from your spirit, not from your senses. Wow. Is that not powerful? That's why we are selling the different types of human spirit in being born again. Continue. Mm-hmm. Glory. Mm-hmm. And we can, we can see this in, in what Jesus was doing mm-hmm. when, when he walked this earth. When he walked it. Now, before we even go to, before we go to when Jesus walked this earth, where you just raised, death reigned, yes, who is the type, the figure of him that was to come? Yes, so there was him that was to come. Yes, but you see that he, he, he talks about that again in Hebrews chapter 2. Yes, I want us to look at Hebrews chapter 2 before we go into... We are trying to let... We are not distinguishing just two types of persons. So. We are distinguishing between two types of human spirits. No. In fact, we are, we are talking about three. We said three types of human spirit has been introduced into the human body. God never touches the human body because the human body first Adam. Yes, mm-hmm. he, God set him over the works of his hands. Mm-hmm. That has put all things in subjection under his feet. Mm-hmm. For in that he put all in subjection under his feet. Mm-hmm. He left nothing mm-hmm. that is not put under him. Mm-hmm. But now mm-hmm. we see not yet all things put under him. Mm-hmm. But we see Jesus. But we see Jesus. But now we see Jesus. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the distinction. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm. You, you've taught us something on Paul's writings. Mm. Sometimes he puts a lot of things together. Together. That's what he's talking about here. Yeah. He, he, he spoke about the first Adam. Mm-hmm. Then he, he has come to Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. He's putting the two together. So if you are not careful, you'll miss it. Yes, if you don't read with caution and attentively, you'll just miss it. you read it like a story. That's powerful. Yeah. But we see Jesus, mm-hmm. who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death. Mm-hmm. Crowned with glory and honor, mm. that by the grace of God mm. should taste death wow. for every man. For every man. Wow. Hallelujah. Wow. Wow. Hallelujah. Wow. 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 So, the spirit that Jesus was carrying, the type of spirit mm. that Jesus was carrying, mm. when it comes to dominion, mm. you see, Jesus' dominion mm. was both. In the spirit. Yeah. And in the natural. Yes. Hallelujah. Yeah. That is why Jesus was casting out devils. Yes. When he walked the earth then. Because of the quality of spirit that he was having. Yeah. And he was the only one who had that kind of human spirit. The only one at that particular time. In the gospels. The only one that had that kind of human spirit. And look at how he was functioning. With that kind of human spirit. We never saw Adam do that. Because there's a difference. We never saw Adam do that. Continue, Pastor Obed. Mm. You know, once a demon met Jesus, yeah. he said, what, what, what do we have to do with you? Yes. Jesus Christ, and uh, son of, of the living God. Yes. The demon recognized yeah. Jesus, not because of the body. Yes. He was recognizing, he 
Yes, the, the, the kind of authority. You see, the kind of authority that human spirit possessed. And, and, and the kind of life. And the kind of nature. You see, the healing of the sick was the distribution of life. You see, and the demonstration of nat- the nature of God. When he healed the sick, he was correcting things. That's God's nature. To do things right. The man's leg is crooked. And he, he does it right. So this is not how man was. Why should his leg be crooked? Then he, write, he, he writes it. <laughs> That's the display, demonstration of the nature of God's righteousness was in his spirit. So at the point that the Bible says he had compassion on the people. Why is that everybody was walking on the streets and they saw sick people? They didn't have compassion. They just passed by. They met lepers. They passed by. But when Jesus saw them, he saw something wrong with them. He saw lepers and felt like, no, they don't have to have leprosy. He saw the blind and said, ah, they don't have to be blind. He was coming from a different angle. As a different person. And the people were shocked that what kind of a person is this? Because what he says, what manner of man is this? What manner? What kind of man? What manner of man? What kind? What type of man is this? And that's the human spirit. Wow. Glory, 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 glory. Yes, so we are, we are in Jesus, eh? You talk about the human spirit of Adam, the first Adam. You talk about the human spirit of Jesus before his death. Yes. Even after seeing the quality of human spirit that Jesus possessed. In his human body. In his human body. Yes. That, though... Though he was as powerful as he is. Yes. Yet, there was something lacking. Yes. In the mind of God. Mm. Something had not yet been completed. Yes, that, that human spirit had not yet been brought to perfection. <laughs> Whatever you call that's so powerful. We are going to the third one, right? Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. So we are talking about the three, what? Types, types of human spirit yes, introduced into the human body. Mm. The first one is the first Adam's human spirit. The second one is the second Adam's human spirit. At that time, the Bible calls him the firstborn. Because he was the first to be born. You see, he was the only begotten son. The only begotten. And the firstborn of all creation. So after all that God created, God created all the things he had, including Adam. No one had been born by God until Jesus was born. When Jesus was born, he was the firstborn. Among all that God had created. Because the firstborn of all creation. John said that which was from the beginning. Since which we have seen. We have, our hands have handled it. Of the word of life. First John chapter 1 says, of the, our hands have handled. Life had put on personality. And they were handling life. When they touched Jesus, they were touching life. When they touched me, they were touching righteousness. Pers- righteousness in person. Oh. They were touching the express person, image of God. Express. Image of God. He looked at them. said, if you have seen me, you have seen my father. Philip, if you have seen me, you have seen my father. This I and my father are one. The Bible says you are not even up to 50 years and you are talking about you and your father are one. 
He was a God man. He wasn't a natural man. We are not talking based on his body. We are talking based on his human spirit. Because it will take us to the third, third kind of human spirit that has been... Like, remember, this is just part one, so you won't get all out of it. We are not sharing all with you. We are only sharing what we said in part one. So, don't just watch and say, is this all they are talking about, about being born again? It's a four-part series. That this is just the first one. We are trying to just elaborate. This is the first one. To expatiate on it. Just the first part one. The concept of the new world part one, you can get it there. You can also watch all the others, part one, part two, part three, part four. And understand certain things we talked about concerning how big the Christian is. That's what I said. The, human, the, the Christian is so big. It's too big. You know. Let's so continue with the third type of human spirit introduced into the human body. Thank you very much. Yes. So, like, like we are saying, the human spirit in the mind of God hadn't come into consummation. What is it? Consummation. And we are talking about a state of perfection. A state of perfection. In the mind of God. In the mind there of was God. something that was lacking. Yes. Even with the human spirit of Jesus. Of Hallelujah. So, when, when you read Hebrews chapter 2, verse 10, it says, For it became him, for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons unto glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. Yes. So, like we said, we, we said earlier, in the mind of God, the human spirit of Jesus was lacking perfection. Mm. When we talk about perfection here, you see, when Jesus was walking on the earth before he died, he was called Lord. Say, yeah, yeah. He was called Lord. Yes. But then, he hadn't been made what we call consummate Lord. Yes. And by consummate Lord, we mean Lord over the three worlds. Yes. There are three worlds. Yes. When you read Philippians chapter 1, verse yes. 5 downwards, when he yes. talks about um, how Jesus humbled himself and yes. became obedient unto, unto death, death. Yes. even the death on the cross. The Bible says that wherefore God also had highly exalted him. Yes. This was when he was raised from the dead. Yes. Wherefore God also had highly exalted him yes. and had given unto him the name that is above every other name. Yes. That at the name of Jesus mm. every knee should bow mm. of things and beings in heaven, heaven yeah. and of things and beings on the earth yes. and of things and beings. Under the earth, yes. that's in hell. Yes. So when Jesus three was three worlds, three said, yeah. when Jesus was raised from the dead, mm. he became Lord of heaven, mm. Lord of earth, mm. and Lord of hell. Yes. He became Lord over the three worlds. Yes. So when you read Revelation chapter one verse seventeen, yes. he says, "Behold, I am he that was dead, yes. but I am alive yes. forevermore, and I hold in my hands the keys of death." Says, and he that liveth, that liveth, yes, and sir. was dead, and was dead, liveth, yes, was dead, yes, sir. alive forevermore, yes, sir. Three things, yes, sir. Yeah. He said, That's Behold, strong. I am he that liveth, yeah. and was dead, yeah. 
but I'm alive forevermore. Yes. And I hold in my hands the keys, the keys. of death and hell. Yeah. So when, when God, God raised Jesus up from the dead, yes. He didn't raise him in, in the same human spirit yeah. spirit yeah. that he was, yes. or disposition yes. in which he was before he died. Yes. He raised him up as a consummate Lord. As a consummate Lord. A master of the three worlds. That, that, that means that his human spirit had been consummated. You say, brought to a completion. It, it, it's called the consummate human spirit. You say. See, the, cons, the, the, the perfected human spirit. And that's what you read in Hebrews. So that, that scripture must be raised. Yes, Hebrews chapter 2. Yes, sir. From verse 10. Yes, sir. I think it should be, it should be read again. Yes, what sir. you said. Yes, sir. Hebrews chapter 2 verse yes, 10. Yes. For it became him. For it became him. For whom are all, for things, whom are all things. And by whom are all and things. And by whom are all things. In bringing many sons unto glory. Yes. To make the captain, make of, their the captain of their salvation. Perfect. Through sufferings. Through sufferings. Perfect. How? Through sufferings. It's not about the suffering of death and the glory that came afterward. Meaning that before then, he had not been made perfect. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yet, oh, how do we explain this in human language? <laughs> you see, so the type of human spirit that Jesus was raised with hmm. is superior. Hallelujah. It's superior. He has eternal life. Yes, oh, he has eternal life. It's yes, righteousness. Yes, but there's more that he has. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You see, and what you said is so powerful. That means that there is that human spirit of Jesus before his death. Yes, sir. But after his resurrection, that human spirit has been consummated. Yes, the consummate human spirit. Now, there are two things there. He mentioned one. That has to do with the Lordship, being made Lord of all. Yes, sir. Jesus was Lord. Yes, sir. He cast out devils. Yes, sir. But you see, he had not taken authority over the world of death yes, over the source of death yes, he had to yes, to be master of the three worlds secondly he had to deal with death mm. to be able to be a quickening spirit mm. so Jesus had not been made a quickening spirit mm. even though his human spirit could give life to Lazarus yes, his human spirit could not give life to any person's human spirit. Hush, hallelujah. So you, you ask yourself, why is that all the people who worked with Jesus were disciples? Mm. Why didn't he impart life into their spirits? Mm. He could have, yes, if it was possible. Mm. Because he imparted life into, into Lazarus' body. Yes, sir. So he could quicken the human body. Yes, but he could not quicken the human spirit. Mm. That's a limitation there. Yes, sir. That's a limitation of the kind of human spirit he had even before his death and resurrection. Yes, mm. So he worked with them. He knew they ought to be born again. Mm. For he told Nicodemus, you ought to be born again. Mm. But was Nicodemus born again there? No. Yes, Why didn't he just give life, mm. imparted life into the sp human spirit of Nicodemus? Mm. Because it was not possible. Mm. So he had to. That's why I talked about to, to make the captain of their salvation mm. perfect. perfect. Complete. Consummate. So, it's Lord of the three worlds through resurrection. Meaning that that human spirit had reached 
the highest level of authority. The highest level of authority. Did he work in authority when he was on earth? Yes. But after resurrection, he declared with his own mouth that all authority, not some, not a major part, all authority. So that human spirit, by reason of his resurrection, being raised back to life, had been made to be all authority. Not to have all authority, to be all authority. And that's why that he was lifted up and set at the right hand of the Father. A place of all authority. A place where, where, where you sit. A, a place, a, the place of all authority. You can't be there except you have all authority. So that human spirit had all authority. Paul speaking in Romans chapter 1, he says, he was declared, declared to be the son of God with power. Can we go to Romans chapter 1 verse 8? Because it's important we understand. Jesus said that the way that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. You see, but Jesus never quickened any human spirit when he was on the earth realm. Why? Because he had not reached that state. He had not arrived at that state. He only arrived at that state when he was raised back to life. So when his human spirit entered his human body, that human body could not be a normal human body. The human body became an immortalized human body. Because the kind, the, the kind of human spirit that entered into that human body, that human body could just be immortalized. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I don't know whether it's clear. It's clear, sir. It's clear, sir. Then you see him entering two doors, entering two walls. Entering two walls. So powerful. Is that not powerful? It's powerful, sir. Romans chapter 1, verse 8, right? Is it Romans 1, 8? Verse 4. Check it for me, yes. Mm-hmm. And declare to be the Son of God with power. Now, can we start from verse 3 somewhere? Yes, sir. From verse 1, sir. Mm-hmm. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. called to be an apostle, mm-hmm. separated unto the gospel of God, mm-hmm. which he had promised afore, afore by his prophets mm-hmm. in the Holy Scriptures, mm-hmm. concerning his son Jesus concerning Christ, concerning his son Jesus, uh-huh. our Lord, our Lord, which was made of the seed of David according which to the flesh, made of the seed of David according to the flesh, mm-hmm. and declared to be the Son of God and with power, declared. Hmm. To be the son of God with what? With power. Uh-huh. According to the spirit According of holiness. According to the spirit of... That's what I'm looking for. Yes, sir. According to the spirit of holiness. Mm. It's not about the Holy Ghost. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. By the resurrection by from the dead. By the resurrection from the dead. Hallelujah. So by the resurrection from the dead, he's declared to be the son of God with power. Oh. The word power there is exousia. Yes, sir. That's authority. Mm. He's declared to be the son of God with authority. Mm-hmm. See, sometimes, eh, the, 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 I don't know, but the English language can't explain the way we want to. Because when it says he's declared to be the son of God with authority, it looks like he's the son of God with authority. Do you understand? And he's talking about an authority person. Do you understand? Sometimes he's talking about all things are put under his feet. He's talking, he's, he's talking beyond... What we are looking at as authority. So like to cast out devils on. It's not somebody who has absolute control. Say that, that in all things he might have the preeminence. It means that he can wave his arms like this and all this, this whole thing will come out, will come, fall on the floor. 
It's okay. When I say authority, God, you see, First uh, Corinthians chapter, chapter 15, when he talks about God has given to him all authority to make judgments, to do whatever he wants to do, until he's brought all his enemies to his, we're talking about death. So, he's talking about somebody who has absolute control of the spirit realm and the physical realm. It's not an authority authority. I don't know how to explain it again. But it's a level of, it's a, it's a kind of authority that controls anything. That's why it's able to give life to the human spirit now. It's able to make somebody sleepless until they get born again. It's a level, it's a, it's a, it's a level of, of, of lordship. Consummate Lord, the Lord of all. You you read throughout the writings of Paul and he says, the Father of our, of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of our Lord. It has become like a part of His name, a part of Him, the Lord Jesus. You see, so it's a lordship that English can't define, and it's by the resurrection. It's by the resurrection. Let's go to First Corinthians chapter 15. I think maybe that scripture must be raised before. You, I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. And that is what has enabled him to be able to quicken every man or quicken any man that believes in him. That means that he's able to give life now. He couldn't do that. He gives life to the human spirit now because he's consummate Lord. He decides to give life to your spirit if you express faith in him. He alone can do that. So it's not just this authority to cast out devils or to do miracles or to do something in the name of Jesus or something. It's more than that. He is now a quickening spirit. Hallelujah. So there are two things that still have to be to take place to make the human spirit complete. His lordship over the three worlds and his ability to give life, not only to be life. When he was walking, he was life and gave life to the human body. When he was raised back to life, he could give life to the human body and to the human spirit. Or to the human spirit and to the human body. Only Jesus can give life to the human spirit. And give life also to the human body. So then the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us. That's in which are quickened our mortal soul. It's not Jesus' ability. Why? Because the Holy Ghost functions on behalf of Jesus. So Jesus' ability, based on the state of his human spirit, to impart life to the human spirit of everyone that believes in him, and even impart life to the human body of everyone that believes that the human body can have that life. That's the two important things. Why he's holding the keys of death. And you, you see that as Paul explains it here in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. I think that would be okay for us. Is that not true? Shout glory to this one. Ooh. Is that not powerful? powerful yes. This is so important. This is so important. Three types. The third one is more powerful. It's more powerful. Is that not powerful? It's powerful. Well, I said, is that not powerful? It's powerful, No wonder we cannot talk about Christianity just because it just came. Mm. No, 
Christianity begins from his resurrection. Why? Why does Christianity begin? I already asked the question. Why couldn't Jesus give life to those who was around them? Around him? The multitudes? Why couldn't he give life to their spirit at that time? Because he came to save. Is that not what he said? So why wasn't he giving them life there? Because his human spirit had not been consummated. To be given that ability to, to give life. It's after resurrection that is able to give life. That human spirit also imparts life through the Holy Ghost. Into the human spirit of anyone that believes. And I asked the second question. I said what? Is that not powerful? <laughs> I said that Christianity begins from the resurrection. Why does Christianity begin from the resurrection? Why is that the church of Jesus, the firstborn and his church? You see, why is that the church of Jesus begins from the resurrection and is actualized on the day of Pentecost? So the, new, the head of the new creation, the captain of their salvation, the author of their feet. He begins something. And that is the church. How is he able to raise a church? Because now he's been given that ability to quicken. So anybody that believes in him is quickened and to be, part, and to be made part of his church. He couldn't have done that. That is how come the church is birthed out in his resurrection. Because by his resurrection, he could now, by resurrection, quicken. Or he can now, by resurrection, quicken the human spirit. To be able to raise church through that quickening. Giving life. Giving birth. Or giving life through birth. Yes, sir. However you put it, that's quicken. Did you catch what I just said? Yes, yeah. So look at it here. It says that, verse 23, I don't, I don't want us to take all the time here. We have to close. Is that not true? But every man in his own order, Christ the first fruits. Afterward, they that are Christ at his coming. That's verse 23. Then it says, Then come at the end. When he shall have delivered up the kingdom of God, even the Father, when he shall have put down all rule and all authority and power. So there's going to be a time that he's going to put down all of that. But now he's holding it. It is all rule and all, for he must reign till he has put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. They say that shall be defeated. That shall be destroyed. destroyed. That's yes. a difference because death has been de- defeated. Yes, For he has put all things under his feet. But when he said he are, he, all things are put under him, it is manifest that he is accepted. That, is, that means that the Father is exempted. Mm. So all things are, be, are put under Jesus, but the Father is not part of the all things put under Jesus. Yes, Did you get that term? Yes, that is accepted. Which did put all things under him. Yes, and when all things shall be subdued unto him, then shall the Son also himself be subject unto him that put all things under him, that God may be all in all. Oh, this scripture is powerful. <laughs> Shout glory. glory. But you see, this is just a scripture I read. Go back to Ephesians. I wish I had time to take the NIV and all. This is a very powerful scripture. That makes us know where God has positioned Jesus see, in authority. In absolute control over anything that you can name. So Ephesians chapter 1 from verse 19, I think it's okay for us. 
And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power? Uh-huh. To which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places. Uh-huh. Far above all principality and power, might, dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Uh-huh. And has put all things under his feet. Do you see that again? And gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Now we're talking about the head and the church. Why? Because the head arose as a quickening spirit. As the Lord of all and as a quickening spirit. So now he, has the, he is called the prince of life. He has the ability to give birth to the human spirit in life. Have you heard that shout glory to that? So by that, he has also become what we normally say that the first begotten from the dead or of the dead. The first begotten of the dead. The first born of the dead or the firstborn from the dead. That firstborn makes him Lord of all. He's yes, first to be born. That firstborn makes him a spirit that quickens. <laughs> that quickens spirits. That quickens human spirits. And even human bodies. Shout glory to that. Glory. So the three, we've talked about three, right? Kind of human spirit introduced or species of human spirit introduced in the human body. Is that not true? The Adam one, the Jesus one, and the resurrected Jesus one. And the difference is in what we just explained. You see, this one is deeper in kind. <laughs> Shout glory. Glory. And that's when we, when we say we are born again. We are born after the resurrected Christ. We are born. First Peter, can we close with this one? First Peter chapter 1, I think verse 3. We are born after the resurrected Jesus. We could have read Revelation chapter 1 and all that, but I think Pastor Robert read it, right? Yeah. So powerful. First Peter chapter 1 verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see in the writings of Paul, he addresses Jesus. He doesn't address him as Jesus Christ. He addresses us as our Lord or the Lord. Because of his Lordship. The Lord of the world. The consummate Lord. The consummate human spirit. The consummate new man. That's the type of human spirit he has now. The consummated one. Oh, I love that scripture. That might make the captain of their salvation perfect. See, there are different kinds of perfection. Even as Christians. When we are born again, we are perfect. But obviously, we are going on to perfection. There are different kinds of perfection. So important. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to His abundant mercy has begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Resurrection from the dead. Do you see there? Yes, sir. So it says, 
who has begotten us again unto a lively hope. He's talking about us. By the resurrection. How? By the resurrection. So we are born again after the resurrection. We are born again by the resurrection, not to because of the resurrection. So the human spirit we have looks like that human spirit that Jesus was raised with. The consummate Lord human spirit duplicated in our spirits. That's how much force the church has on this earth. Us, the kind of human spirit you have, the kind of human spirit I have now, is that human spirit, that is the third one, the consummate human spirit. The perfected human spirit over three worlds. And through the Holy Ghost quickens. That's why we can quicken. When we, when, we, when we preach the gospel, the Holy Ghost through us quickens the human spirit. Oh. All in the name of Jesus. Shout glory. Verse 4 says what? To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that faded not away reserved in heaven for you. Hi. Glory. So the church must wake up. That's why we are saying this. When we say you are born again, it means that your spirit man is fastened. He's born. He's born to look exactly like Jesus. The human spirit of Jesus. The type of human spirit Jesus was raised with is the same type of human spirit the Holy Ghost fashions your spirit to look like, to be, to be look like, or to be like. So last Wednesday I said, I said that the Christian is the image of Christ, as Christ is the image of God, the express image of God. We are the express image of Christ. We are the expression of Christ. We are the ones who look exactly like Christ. We resemble Christ. We are like, we are in the likeness of Christ. Do you want to know that scripture? Romans chapter 8, it tells us that. The scripture says, we are just like Jesus. For as he is, so are we in this world now. Then in Romans chapter 8, oh, Paul, Paul, say Paul, 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 Paul. Come on, shout glory. Wherever you are watching us from, the Christian must take charge. The Christian, he said, whatever is born of God overcomes this world. He says, the world did not know Jesus. And because of that, the world does not know us. Hallelujah. Do you know what he's talking about? Since the world does not know us. <laughs> if you are born again, your family does not know you. They see you performing certain things in the house. They do not recognize you. You are born again. Is that not powerful? Is that not powerful? So let's just close with this, this powerful scripture. Verse 26. 25, 26. Or well, let's go to verse 28, rather. That we don't spend all the time here. Glory. Glory. So I'm, a bo- I'm, born I'm born again. I'm a brand new man. A brand new man. My, spirit My spirit is brand new. My spirit is just like Jesus. I occupy just like Jesus. I am who Christ is. I, who Christ I have what Christ has. What for, Christ as is. for as he is. You see, he didn't say for as he was. 
Did he say as he was? No, no, no. This for as he is. First John five seventeen. Four seventeen. This for as he is. First John four seventeen. This for as he is. So are we as he is. The resurrected Jesus. We are the. We are the. We are the body of the resurrected Jesus. That means that this. No wonder he says for you are dead. And this and your life. What is that my life? My life is Christ's life. So when Christ, who is my life, shall appear. He's trying to let us know how one our spirit and Jesus is. Such that the spirit we have is the spirit Jesus has. The same human spirit. For you are dead. And your life. This is when Christ, who is our life, shall appear. So Christ is my life. Christ is my life. Oh. Mastery over three wells. I'm crucified with Christ. It's nevertheless I live. Yet not I. I am not living. Christ is living. Oh, Paul. Paul and his certain revelations at certain times. But it says, I said I wanted to show you a scripture, right? And we know that all things work together for good. Verse 28. To them that love the Lord, or to them that love God, to them who are called according to His purpose. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, this world is about to see something that they've never seen before. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. So Jesus is the firstborn among many brethren. Where are the many brethren? You are all here. But look at what he said. He says, this many brethren have been made. He foreknew them and he predestinated, pre-planned, that they be conformed fashioned like, made like to the image of a son. The, the same image the son has. Yes, the same image we have. Yes, That's what it says. To be conformed. Oh. Sound glory. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So we, we end our discussion here today on the concept of the new birth, part one. And we continue. Subsequently, we continue the next Rematon services. Thank you for joining us. Was it your last words to our viewers? Thank you so much, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. So I've, I've been so blessed. Hallelujah. I've been so blessed. Thank Hallelujah. you so much. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, sir, for this opportunity Thank once again. And um, if you are watching us, yes, and you've heard us sharing on these streets, yes. these are not things you are sharing so that you'll be excited. Yes. We are showing you who you are. Yes. So take advantage of these truths. Yes. Go and meditate on them. Go and meditate on them because the the glorious life has yes. been reserved for yes. you. We are called unto glory. Yes, sir. You see, yes, that's sir. why we share some of these things with passion. Yes, sir. We don't have time. But we are called unto glory. Called unto, glory. unto godliness. Yes. Do you understand godliness? Yes, sir. We are called unto glory. We are glorified. Glory. Glory. Excellence. We are called unto the same type of life God leads. Whatever He enjoys, we enjoy. Hallelujah. There is something about Christianity. And when you understand to a particular state, you 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 just can't you can't keep calm. You want all men to see. Oh. 
We are in the place of Jesus. Ah. We are in the place of God. Yes, the place of God. Answers come from us. Answers mm. come from us. We are the hope that people are looking yeah. up to us. That's what Paul said when he says yes, that the creation is waiting for the manifestation yes, of the sons of God. Yes, sir. The creation is waiting for my manifestation. It's waiting for your manifestation. You can't be in that, that bondage. And you can't be ignorant at this time. They want us to call them out of bondage into our liberty. So if we are now dealing with demons in the life of the Christian, then there is an error somewhere. The Christian is done with oxygen tank. There is a problem somewhere. The Christian is so broke, cannot do, pay his school fees. There is a problem somewhere. Because what happens is that this, this words will alter your mentality. They will alter your mentality. They will renew your mind. They'll be so built up in your spirit to the point where you just wake up and you say, No, enough is enough. I'm manifesting myself. Through the Holy Ghost, I'm manifesting myself in the name of Jesus. Thank you for joining us. Can we just pray for our viewers, wherever they are? Masata. Masoto Kopali Kataya. Alete Sekapuli Kataya. Oh, Baliato Efrendes Ekeli Kataya. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you adoration. Thank you for what you've made us in Christ. In the name of Jesus. We are called to glory. We are called to life eternal. We are called to immortality. Those are our rights. And we walk in them. We are called into all sufficiency. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your work in and through us. In the name of Jesus. We pray for all viewers that it be filled with the spirit of wisdom and revelation. In the knowledge of Christ. And the spirit of understanding will be at work in their spirits, in their bodies, in their minds, in everything they do, that this word will stay with them. Amen. The ministry of the Holy Ghost will increase in their lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for watching. Don't forget, we have the festival of healing and miracles where we manifest our sons. Where we manifest our sons. Is that not powerful? The manifestation of the works of the new man. You know, the, the Festival of Healing and Miracles is live. It's going to be live yes, on the 4th, on the 5th of June, Saturday, yes. Sunday. Don't miss out. Don't miss out. Be a part. Invite your friend. Invite your loved one. Your life will never remain the same again. Thank you very much for joining us. We love you so much. And keep listening, following our messages. Go back and listen. Concept of the New Birth 1, 2, 3. There's a victorious life for you. It's a glorious life for you, like Pastor Bert said. Since whatsoever is born of God overcomes. Since you are of God, let your children. And you have overcome. Yes, sir. Not you are trying to. You have overcome this world. He's not just talking about demons. Everything you see in the economies of the world, we overcame it before it started. You have overcome this world. It's because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. God bless you for joining us. We love you so much. And join us again next time for a glorious session. God bless you. Glory of the word. The Christian is the word practitioner. The Christian is an actor of the word. We, we live by acting on the word. We see changes by acting on the word. We see victories by acting on the word. When you put the word of God to work, you will see results. But you see, you cannot put the word of God that you don't know to work. 
So when you are faced with challenges, what will you put to work? Will you cry on God or you put His word to work? The word of God is equal with God. Understand that. The word of God is equal to when you have the word of God and you are putting it to work, it means that you are putting God to work. You are activating the power of God. You are activating the operations of God. When you put the word of God to work, you are putting God to work. Watch Pastor Prince on YouTube, Ice World Television. Also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The World Changes Nation. Like and subscribe to our pages to receive all notifications. You are blessed. Just told us the word is a seed. Did it say it's a seed? So it says the sower went to sow the seed. That seed is the word of God. But when you put a seed on the table, would it germinate and produce results? No. Come on. Putting your seed on the table is likened to putting your Bible on the table and saying it to work because God has said it. So when a farmer takes a seed and puts it on his table and says, By, I'm expecting a harvest in three months' time, will there be a harvest? Come on. But does it mean the seed does not have power? Does it mean the seed does not have power? Does it mean that the seed does not have the fruit within it? Does it mean that the seed cannot germinate and produce? It can. But you see, the germination of the seed is dependent on the soil. The what? The germination of the seed is dependent on the soil. So when the conditions... So when the seed is planted on the table... It will not work. When the seed is thrown on the floor, it will not work. But it is a seed. The seed is expecting good conditions. Without the good conditions, that seed will be a useless seed. Even though that seed has within it what it takes to germinate and produce fruit. Come on, is that true or false? Amen. That's why I say the word of God that you do not hear. You do not know, you do not believe, cannot benefit you.